You think um, Kentucky straight rye, rye whiskey? That, 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 that's good enough, right? It doesn't have to be bourbon, right? Nah. <laughs> as long as it's brown, we'll be all right. Sorry. When a form of music that our children like becomes linked with ghoulish images and violent theatrics, it demands our attention. Hundreds of thousands of teenagers are locked onto so-called heavy metal music. I grew up metalhead. I love 80s. Yeah! 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 80s metal, like Metallica. Yeah! Yeah! What do you call this? Well, this place is called I Lick My Laugh Pump. It's gonna be abrasive. It's gonna be sickening. It's gonna be hard to listen to. It's gonna be aggressive. And it's gonna fucking kick you in the fucking balls of the pussy. So that was kind of appropriate. That was Mr. Phil, Mr. Yeah. Phil Anselmo. There you go. Yeah. Considering the subject matter we'll be discussing on this episode. So uh, welcome back, everybody. This is uh, Somewhere in Time podcast. Special uh, edition. Special edition, yeah. Um, kind of an impromptu, spur of the moment, off the cuff episode um, dedicated to Mr. Vincent Paul Abbott. Um Unfortunately, he passed away a couple of days ago to the 23rd, I believe, or 22nd? 22nd. June 22nd. Yeah, he passed away on June 22nd of this year, 2018, which really blows, man. Sucks. It really sucks. Um, I think, um, well, actually, before I get started, let's do some introductions. Yeah. I'm Eric. We got Tim. Hi. Joe. Yeah. And a special guest. Mr. Tom. Mr. Tom, nice to meet you. Tom Hunt. Tom Hunt, yes. Cool. So Tom is a fellow Pantera fan, Damage Plan, Pan- Hell Yeah fan. Metal. Big, big Pantera fan, but I, I you know, I know I know I know uh, Hell Yeah gets a lot of shit, but uh you know, I, I huge Hell Yeah fan. They're definitely in my uh, my top two or three favorite bands. Cool. Oh, cool. Time. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's good cuz I don't listen to them a lot. <laughs> I respect I don't know them. That, I, I own a couple yeah, of no. albums. The last album was really good. Absolutely, yeah. yeah I'll have really to check good. it out. I mean, I, I you know, I, I love um, a lot of Mudvayne stuff I like a yeah. lot. Um, yeah. And, of course, Vince Paul, you can't go wrong with, with him. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, this is who knows how long this episode's going to be. We're yeah, kind of just, just kind of winging it. Winging it, talking about, uh, talking about Vinnie Paul and uh, kind of celebrating everything he did as a musician um so we could start with i think you know, most of us are drinking whiskey <laughs> i've got Absolutely. my form of uh, black tooth grin i have mine as well i got yeah. a bourbon and a rye here what do you got tim i'm gonna hang my head in shame i don't even have <laughs> right. i don't even have water <laughs> i was uh i was told i was told to prepare at least a little bit so in order to prepare i basically i made a drink so yeah. <laughs> i made, I made yeah. a drink of dark 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 liquor you know that's good enough the, the, that vinnie paul because I, I usually don't drink dark liquor but in honor of vinnie paul yeah I, I think he'd be proud i would yeah. say yeah it's not it's not the black tooth i, I didn't go to the uh, liquor store and get all the ingredients but well yeah i don't I, I thought about it i was actually out this afternoon i was like maybe i'll stop now nah. <laughs> i have a single malt whiskey at home i can use that and that's fine it's good enough yeah. good enough it's fine so so uh perhaps we should start at the beginning <laughs> um 
with Pantera. I mean, that's I think we all the beginning, first, beginning of Pantera. Well, Let's we can kind of skip the first far. couple albums. Yeah. <laughs> how about the couple. How about Pantera when Phil joined the band? Okay. Well, no, because that still includes that's still includes our okay. <laughs> We talked about that. We did. We, we did. Yeah. Yeah, Power Metal and uh, was he on Metal Magic or whatever? No, I think Power Metal no. was his first. Thing. Power Metal well, was his first. Yeah, you're yeah. right. You're right. I would actually like to hear a, like the the quick quick version because um, I do know that they they have albums that they not necessarily were very proud of and they kind of just don't talk about. So, well, I mean, they started as a glam band. I mean, if you look at old pictures of Pantera, it's it's straight up hairspray, spandex, the whole deal. Um, mm-hmm. And then they and they had another singer who. You know, I don't know their catalog before Phil joined the band, so I can't really talk about what he sounded like. But I'm pretty sure he was pretty much a glam singer. Yeah, um, it was. And, and uh, they they were kids though, right? I mean, they yeah. they were so young. They were super young. Um, you know, Vinny and uh, Dimebag were they came from a music family, so I think they started really, really young. Yeah. I don't know too much about it, but I, it is kind of an well. Interesting I know start. I know Dime was like the king of Texas when it came to guitar work, and he was he won all the like teenage metal guitar player competitions big big van halen fan eddie van oh, halen yeah, fan yeah. yeah and you can find and, uh, that stuff on youtube just go back and look for you know like early Dimebag daryl guitar yeah. you know competitions and you'll find that stuff yeah. no was was their father involved in country music or something like that i mean i you know i, I don't, don't i don't know quite frankly I, I i know i mean i i'm pretty sure they were his father their father was a big country music fan i don't know if he was a musician i don't remember Maybe maybe ten knows, but I'm not I, sure. I, I want to say he was an engineer, but I can I can look it up. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, we could we could find out about his, about their father, but uh, I just know that the first time I heard Pantera, I was blown away. Um, mm-hmm. It was the song "Cowboys from Hell" because we saw the music video on Headbangers Ball. Yep, 1990. And yeah, we were like, "Holy <laughs> shit! Hey, what is this? We're buying that tomorrow." Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and we did. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, uh, even that song alone, the drums in that song, yeah, it's pretty friggin'. He loved he loved the triplets. Like yeah, the, yeah, he was a master of that. Yeah, triplet yeah. double bass stuff. It is really hard to do. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And his his feet were legendary when it came to uh, kick drum action. Yeah, they were pushed heavily by the Columbia House record company. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the. They were they were for the metal, like the the metal. You, you got like a little brochure, and it would have like metal acts, and they would be yeah. a featured act every month. Right, right. And they were front page one month, and I got. I don't know if I, I guess we ordered it right away, or, or you know, you had to you had to like pick all these albums to get, <laughs> and uh, that you were eventually not going to pay for. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> so we, my brother and I, we, we would fill it out. We got that. And because the album cover looks stupid. Oh yeah, it did. It was like, <laughs> like someone took a, around a bar. And yeah, a they just photoshopped like, themselves yeah. into it. Yeah. Really yeah, bad. Photoshop. And, uh, it's like, it, but they were the the, um, the blurb about the album was like they're the this great new band from Texas. So like yeah, whatever. So we got it, and then we put it on. And it was like what the <laughs> fuck? Yeah, <laughs> like it was so far ahead of everything else we were listening to. You yeah. know. And it's crazy how much I think we talked about this on the other podcast too. But it's crazy how much better Cowboys from Hell is as compared to Power the, Metal. previous album, Power Metal. Yeah, 
Yeah. Like it's and it's only what two years later. Yeah. 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 So it's like my God. Yeah. Tom, have you heard power metal? Like did you bother? Yeah. Me? I mean, I think I think you and I listened to a little bit of it when we were going somewhere, and it it, it was it does doesn't sound like Pantera. Yeah. No. Right. It's, yeah. yeah. It's 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 cheesy. <laughs> it's 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 like a band who loves. Uh, Judas Priest, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. There's a lot, a lot of shrill, like you know that that whole shrill thing going on. But you can tell, like, if you go back and knowing that, I mean, you can. There's seeds. You're like, okay, yeah, I yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially in the it's, solos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah the, solos. And the drumming's really good on it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. It's like they've got the they've got the solos and the drums down. They just can't get that good metal riff yet. And yeah, the, the vocals are just straight Rob Halford. Oh yeah. So. <laughs> Yeah. So. Yeah, they were still figuring themselves out. Yeah. Yeah. But by, yeah. by the that, way, the, the their dad was a country music singer and he was a producer. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. I mean, there's nothing more that would piss off a dad than being like, "You guys going play some country music?" They're like, no, we're going to scream into the microphone yeah. <laughs> and play guitar as loud as possible. <laughs> yeah. Well, later on in their career, they did a couple things that were kind of country but yeah the rebel rebel yeah. versus rebel thing that was like yeah uh, i mean they, they always had that country vibe you know the, but it's more like the country image with you know the the, the rebel kind of thing yeah yeah, yeah. 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 which is much cooler yeah <laughs> so tom how did you discover pantera what was your introduction the, fir- the first time i ever heard pantera i was um i played the cross in high school and i was maybe a freshman or sophomore and somebody pulled their jeep up to the opposing team pulled their jeep up to the uh to the field and while everybody's warming up, they played Mouth for War. Oh, and, nice. I, and I knew right away we were going to lose that game. <laughs> whoever, whatever team has this kind of music, and I was a metal fan. I, I, grew, I grew up on, you know, same stuff you guys probably did, Testament, Anthrax. Oh, yeah, oh, I, yeah, yeah. I, I was hearing Mouth for War, and I was like, this, this team is going to murder us. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It was, it, was super, it was super intimidating. You know, nowadays, when you, when you go to a sporting team and everybody's doing warm ups, they play, they play the... Um, the music through the uh, through the, uh, the the loudspeakers, whatever. But this was before all that, and I was just I was blown away, and I had to figure out who this was. And so I meet <laughs> I meet I immediately went and I, I had I had to go get it. So that's awesome. I could yeah I could see that like if if I didn't if we were a little younger and uh, vulgar display of power was like our first yeah. introduction. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh man. That would have been even more. Not, yeah. I can't, yeah I can't even. Yeah. I don't even know <laughs> yeah. what that would have been like. <laughs> But that's that's the it, thing. Like as you know, good as after, Cowboys is from Hell was the next album crushed it. And oh that's, yeah. You know, I, I know both Tim and Joe. You guys know exactly the first time we heard anything off of Vulgar Display. It was live. It was live. We were at, uh, <laughs> then Zach's, Zach's in yeah. Springfield, yeah. Virginia. Yeah. yeah. Do you remember? I, I snuck a tape recorder. Yes. Yeah. In my it was in my it was like in my crotch. <laughs> <laughs> You're wearing a wire, man. You're in a format. It was basically in my taint. I was pulling, <laughs> I was bootlegging the uh, Pantera show, and yeah. it sounded terrible. Oh, yeah. It was good enough that like the songs you knew, you were like, okay, right. cool, cool. This is cool. And then um, we we listened to it so much that they played half the new album. Yeah, yeah. Right before yeah. Vulgar came out, it was like what a month before. About yeah. yeah. I, remember, I remember it was really cold outside. So yeah. How old? Were, how old were you? Uh, this was ninety two, right? 92, so, yeah. I think. Yeah, sixteen. Sixteen well. at sixteen alone at a Pantera concert. That wouldn't go nowadays, man. People, <laughs> I mean, back in those days, you know, the kids would let parents let their kids go to uh, metal shows like that. That's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> our yeah. parents were our parents were pretty cool about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
But yeah, I remember hearing. Uh, God, they knew we fucking... weren't doing drugs. They were like, just yeah, go. Right, right. As long as you, yeah, whatever. Yeah. We heard what fucking hostile the first time. It was the first six songs on the album they played. Uh, yeah, God. Oh my it, God. It this the... love the first time you heard. Oh yeah, when they played this yeah, love. They, I remember they played the first six songs from the, both of those albums. Yeah, which was kind of. I mean, it made it easy to remember, but. Yeah. <laughs> God. Yeah, he said. Yeah, it's like. This is a love song in reverse. Yeah. Made fun of Dave Mustaine. <laughs> I forgot about that. Walk was dedicated. He was written about Dave Mustaine. Wow. So was that was that the same show? Because I know we saw them. I think we saw them at Zach's a couple times. We did, yeah. That, we saw them with Rothschild America. Yeah. I didn't I I, see that one. Oh, you wanted that show? Okay. Yeah. Because we saw them at Rothschild America open up for Pantera. And that, that same show, Phil Anselmo shaved Shannon Larkin's head. That was at the Bayou, though. <laughs> Oh, was it the Bayou? It was okay. the Bayou, yeah. That was a different show. Oh, okay. But, yeah. Yeah, but that was, you know, I mean, God. Anytime Pantera came around, it was mandatory. You had to go. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I never got to see Pantera. I wish I would. I mean, I oh. saw a lot of concerts, a lot That's of tough. concerts, tons of bands. Never got to see Pantera. Mm. That's a shame. Yeah, I know. It is, yeah. Maybe maybe guys should kick me off the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do? You cannot be on this show. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, Mouth for War, Tom. That... That was the first video that came out. Yeah. We'd already heard it, but I think the video came out soon after. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it was like you fucking. You got a boner watching that. <laughs> what uh, that, I thought. Um, I thought like the, their first video that was in rotation on MTV was um, Cowboys from Hell. Yeah, I'm really? talking about from the the next album. The, oh, from the next from album. From Vulgar Play. Yeah, it came out a couple weeks before the album came out, and it yeah. and it because we'd heard the live version on a terrible sounding taint. Bootleg, <laughs> yeah. along with the rest when of you the infamous heard it, like on on the with the video and, and the yeah. video was pretty cool too and yeah it was just like jizz <laughs> in your pants like, and the production yeah. was so much better than cowboys from hell and like well i don't know cowboys from hell is really good it was clean too. yeah it was the same guy it was terry i liked i well maybe it's because i'm a guitar player but i like the guitar sound a lot better on vulgar display than i do yeah on cowboys from hell it's a little less yeah, uh, it's a little more bass in the guitar yes yeah, yeah. It's a, little a little heavier less treble a little more um, just low end on the guitar. Which I actually like the bass sound better on Cowboys. If we're going to get nerdy <laughs> about this, yeah. Um, uh, you know, he's kind of buried on, on Vulgar, but it's it's still good. Yeah, I, I it's funny because I, I go back and forth with, with a lot of people about the best Pantera album, and it always comes down between Cowboys and and uh, Vulgar Display. I think Vulgar Display is by far their best album. Um, okay. And I've been listening to a lot of Pantera lately after after Vinnie Paul died and mm-hmm. it's it still holds true for me I you know I think that's definitely start to finish that album is there's nothing that I skip on that album you right. like Cowboys and from Hell better than Far Beyond Driven that's no what, this is yeah, something I, I was thinking about today that. uh, that's tough I they're kind of equal this is weird for me I think I like Vulgar Display of Power. That's their. That's my favorite album by them by, yeah, by far. Yeah. It's one of my favorite albums ever in my life. Yeah. Right. But yep. I don't know, because I think Far Beyond Driven, you put it song for song, uh, there's something about the songs I kind of like a lot of the songs better. Hmm. But as in a whole album, I like Vulgar better. Yeah, I, I would agree I don't know that. how to explain it very well. No, I, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. The aggression of far beyond driven is ridiculous yeah like yeah yeah you can tell at that point they wanted to be the and they were at that point i mean they that album was the first that's the heaviest number one album ever like yeah. that album hit number one it came out at, at the top of the charts and that's 
I can't think of another album that's heavier than that that was number one. No. And, and it's so fucking aggressive. I listened to that the other day, and I'm like, God damn. <laughs> that's songs insane. Like, yeah. Um, <laughs> Like yeah, slaughtered I know, I know, and like Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. I know. I know that there's um there's there's uh, a lot of bands that were metal bands at the time that would you know do try to soften up to get some MTV play and, and I've seen interviews with um like early Pantera and they would flat out refuse to be like no we're not we're not going to do anything to try to get on anywhere we're just going to try to be as hard as we possibly can yeah right yeah. right uh, and they really got more and more aggressive they did yeah yeah they did I mean it well it. <laughs> I mean, maybe the last album they did was it was a little more less aggressive, yeah. Rock metal, yeah. But it's, I mean, it's still not going to get played anywhere, you know? Like, right, right. Yeah, yeah. It's still straight up metal. Yeah. I do remember some people, friends of mine, kind of upset that there was no "quote unquote" ballad on "Far Beyond Driven." Like yeah. this love was, but this love's not even a ballad. I mean, this love is slow, but it gets so heavy. Oh, like a Cemetery end. Gates, uh, though. Yeah, like a Cemetery Gates, or kind of this. Like th- they this, were kind this of, love is flat out evil. That's an evil. Oh song. yeah, <laughs> the lyrics. Yeah, you listen to the lyrics in that song. Jeez, you know, Christ. the problem. My my biggest issue, and it's probably yours too, with uh, "Far Beyond Driven," is that "Good Friends in a Bottle of Pills." Yeah, yeah. That song, like, that's, that's a skip song. It's a fucking B side on a single. It is. What are you doing? Yeah, it's a weird. It's just. Song. Them being, you know, Should, yeah. shouldn't have made the album. No. <laughs> Even though it's kind of the B side of the test. Wait, I got the, I got this. Funny, but it's yeah, I guess, stupid. But, it's not, it's not, yeah. wor- it's not album worthy. No, mm-hmm. there's no way. I don't think so. Well, Did they ever play it live? Did you ever hear them play it live? No. No. Well, maybe I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't think so. So these, these are uh, the the earlier albums and pretty much all the albums. I think. Um, Dimebag and uh, Vinny, they they wrote the songs, right? I mean, they, they pretty much they 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 laid down the riffs. They were the ones that kind of constructed. Yeah. Oh and yeah. When when you can when you hear that the 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 drums because he's an amazing drummer, of course, and um the drums were were kind of tight in with the riffs, the way that um that they worked together, and I think they towards the end they would just take what they had done and just send it to Phil yeah. and just be like, Tr- please try to try to like come up with yeah. I think that started with Trendkill. I think Trendkill was the first album where um, they had written pretty much everything, and then just and Phil was, I think he was in New Orleans, and, and they were in Texas, and they were just kind of sending stuff back and forth, saying, "Here, put some vocals to this." Basically, yeah, mm-hmm. that was kind of the beginning of the end. That album, that there's a weird vibe to that album. There's, yeah. I love that album. I think that's a really underrated album too. Yeah, I think it's, so. I mean, I, I like the album start to finish, but um, th- it's for them, it's like progressive. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's, <laughs> the songs don't have a lot of structure, like a normal rock metal structure. Oh, yeah. Compare yeah. it to Vulgar Display, and it's completely different. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe it's because yeah. they weren't in the same room doing it. They just, they're, yeah, you can, they're piecing you can almost it together. Tell the, the chemistry's not there. Like, it's, yeah. it's a little off, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you can hear on uh, some of the vocals on the, the later albums, um, you know, where, where, where Phil will do a vocal, and then you can tell that he presses stop and then goes back in again on top of his other vocal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it, it just doesn't, doesn't sound good here. It doesn't sound somebody, like somebody's actually in a room with the band singing. It sounds like it sounds more kind of produced, which is, I mean, not necessarily a bad thing, but it doesn't really have that kind of cohesive feel. Right. Yeah, like you said, it's not a bad thing necessarily. Like, uh, the Beatles, I don't think they at the end we're even like in the same room ever yeah and they're recording their stuff and they came up with great stuff so they, the the tension can be good yeah yeah well Trenkill has actually one of my favorite vinnie paul things is 13 steps to nowhere that drum thing in the beginning of 13 steps oh yeah that's so awesome i know it's 
it may not be that difficult to play, but it sounds fucking awesome. Like well, the drum sound and the way he's doing everything in that. Yeah, yeah you're right. And that, that part where the guitar starts climbing up the scale and then the bass comes in a measure later. Yeah, is, there yeah. a way, is there a way to play it for me? <laughs> Actually, yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, let's, yeah. let's check yeah, it, it out. It's going to happen. <laughs> let's do that. Dig it up. Oh, don't look at him. I was listening to Dave Matthews. Don't look at that. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of podcast is this? <laughs> fucking badass awesome. yeah. yeah yeah that's a the really good example part, of that whole that's a great song but that whole the I wish I could see into the guitar and then the yeah. bass comes in and it's like yeah i wish i could see him playing that you know like i'm sure this video is somewhere but that is that is freaking awesome yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's a really <laughs> good example has, of vinnie paul but and what he does oh yeah but it was really well just right there the whole perfect. band though like yeah his drum sound was pretty consistent too. Yeah, like he had that slapping bass. Yeah, drum he figured sound it out. And he's like, "This wet, is what I'm right? doing. This is this is what I'm going to sound like. I'm done. I'm this is I." Yeah, yeah, because the guitar sound mm-hmm. would kind of evolve from album to album and be so a little it, different. So the album. bass too. Yeah, yeah but, um, mm-hmm. but, like uh, yeah, I agree with you, Joe. That like on um, Trendkill, the bass is almost I don't know a little more gritty, like a little more. Um, he's probably got some know. distortion in there. Yeah, yeah. He got his bass sound got really prominent on the album before uh, Far Beyond Driven. Like I think he found like a good sound that fit into the bands, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, and then it just got it, it stayed good for the next three or the yeah, two. Yeah. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, that that what you just played is like awesome. Quintessential. The musicianship of all three of those guys in the band. Yeah. You know? Yep. Because yep. I mean, Rex Brown, he's he's fucking good. Yeah. <laughs> he's a good fucking. And, He's not nobody. Nobody quotes him as like they're the, right. I shouldn't say that, but people don't talk about him as like one of the great metal bass players. But he's fucking spot on. Like, yeah, yeah. He knew just what well, to do. And then on um, on this the last two albums too, he really like lets loose with some bass lines, especially during like the solos. Yeah. yeah. Well, I like the way he's produced. I mean, if you're listening to um, everybody compares like the, the 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 top the top metal bands, you know, Metallica or Pantera. You, you, they're not mutually exclusive. You can, of course, like both. But if you listen to the way Pantera was produced, you can actually hear um, a lot of the bass, mm-hmm. a, yeah. a lot of different nuances. Where Metallica, I don't even think you can hear a bass on some of those albums. <laughs> no, you can't. Like, right. I mean. Yeah. I mean, you can't freaking hear the bass. It's they're, the guitars are so dominant, and that's just the way that they are. They basically have a, it's a guitar over top of drums. But I mean, you get it's a different sound. Well, Pantera had they settled on a, a producer. They, they settled on Terry Date, and he was their producer, uh, and that's why those albums all sound 
very similar is because he and was if, the guy. if we're comparing i mean it's a preference thing but if you're comparing you know metallica versus pantera the drums vinnie paul's drumming i mean he literally just blows away the drumming in metallica in my opinion <laughs> other, other people might disagree on a technical level because maybe you're trying to put up the guitars and that's that's the that's the emphasis but the, the drumming on pantera is unbelievably well, it's, yeah. it's different we, it's nuanced we've, it's, Lars we've talked about that, that. yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah we Lars were younger we used to think you know Lars was like the you know the be all end all ever yeah um, we've and, all I, and we think like you say we talked about it but um, I think Lars's biggest um, I think his strengths were in uh, like arrangements arrangements and promotion mm-hmm. of the band yeah he really. definitely knows I mean, how to honestly, talk the, yeah. from the beginning yeah he was yeah. the guy that was running around as a you no know, 18 year old kid yeah. going to all the clubs with the flyers come see our band yeah <laughs> he was also the guy when the black album came out saying like we gotta like or when they're writing for it we gotta like change our, our strip things down a little bit yep. yeah we gotta get on yep. the radio we're not gonna make we're not gonna ever make <laughs> We're not going to be bigger than Guns N' Roses if we, if we do another Injustice for All. So right. he had he had he was not the technician that uh, Vinnie Paul was. No, no, blows him away. Not at all. But he knows that. He knows and, that. You yeah. know, he would yeah, admit that readily. It's a different. Yeah. Well, I think a lot. I think a lot of uh, what what Lars was doing. I mean, the the guitar riffs are so freaking unbelievable with Metallica yeah. that he's he's not really stepping in the way of any of it. Yeah. I mean. So he's he's back there, kind of supporting it. And sometimes, you know, when, when you listen to Pantera, the the drums are just as prominent as the riffs because they, they they literally are yeah. following each other. Yeah. Vinnie Paul and Dimebag were literally following each other the way that they would do that music. Yeah, and they're, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know what's good about what was good about Vinnie Paul, what was awesome about him was he didn't always follow exactly. Like mm-hmm. he knew when to just do a basic like heavy ass yeah. drum behind a riff. Oh yeah. I agree with that hundred percent. And a lot of drummers don't know, like yeah. a lot of the new metal, even Shannon Larkin, who's one of our favorite drummers, you know, he, he likes from what band from, uh, uh, he's in Godsmack now, yeah, he's but he, we know him a perfect from... band for him to be in with that <laughs> yeah. style of just following the riff with the bass drum and the snare. But he wasn't rat child America. That was the band that, we knew him in. That's where yeah. we discovered him. Yeah, that and Souls at Zero. Souls at Zero. Yeah. Yeah. They're, the they're, they were a local-ish band. They were from like West Virginia, Maryland area. So yeah. oh, cool. that's how we knew about them. Um, like a lot of drummers just want to stick to the or Shine Downs drummer is I think one of the one of the culprits of that. Or um, you know you know they they just want to they want to hit the kick drum with every time the guitar pick is hitting yeah, the strings, yeah, yeah. and it's like yeah. you gotta you can't do that, man. Like yeah. Settle yeah, down. I think um, I think Machine Head's drummer, Machine Head's drummer knows how to how to play heavy too. Hey, he's yeah, he's yeah. a good example of that. He he knows when to yeah, yeah. lean back. It and takes confidence because you got to be like because there's a there's a you want to constantly show your skill. Yeah, but, but you don't have to. The song can suffer when you do that. You know? Yes, absolutely. Right. Yeah, and Vinnie Paul's a really good example of of knowing when to sort of uh, step back a little bit and then mm-hmm. step forward and step back he does that a lot and when he when he steps forward you're like holy shit you're that good <laughs> yeah, but, like uh, the end of becoming the, for example yeah jesus oh, yeah the entire song the entire becoming, song really. you're like, yeah the? but to counter that domination would not be as heavy as it is no if if vinnie paul was just matching the, the guitar the exactly because at yeah, the end true. he's just like boom yeah it's just, bap. it's floor, floor, <laughs> yeah. Style, yeah. Thank you. 
<laughs> Come on. Just the way that bass drum is like, boom. Yeah. But look, that's a drum beat that any of us could play yeah. easy. Yeah. yeah. And he was just like, oh, that's what I'm doing. Yep. Yeah. That's all it yeah. needs. That's all you need. I mean, he's like the um, he's like the the John Bonham of metal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he really is. He, but he is. But he's also I'm like right for the song. I don't give a yeah, yeah. fuck. That, that, that is that is a perfect example of stepping back and just basically like letting people just groove to yeah. him. It's, it's, it's yeah, awesome. and that's a big part of Pantera's sound. It's groove. Yeah, yeah. That same you know that that moment of where you hear that yeah. that crushing like bass drum. Yeah. There's a moment and. The same song becoming, which I mentioned before, yeah. that I don't think I noticed until the live album, where it's this—I don't know if it's a trigger or what—but right, yeah. it's during the chorus, like "I'm born again," dan, 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 boom. Yeah. And if you saw them live, there's this—and you listen to the album now, it's you can hear it, but it's, it's kind of it's faint. But if you saw them live, there's this moment like he hits some trigger, and it's just this giant bass, yeah. like <laughs> boom. Yeah. Like, Holy shit! I can feel that in my balls. I was bootlegging that in my taint. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it depends. Well, I was, on I, was um, I was, uh, I was listening to Pantera and uh, and uh, Hell Yeah, trying to figure out not necessarily my favorite songs, but kind of songs where I thought that the, the drums were the best. And uh, it's it might be a cliche pick, but I thought Fucking Hostile was was probably my probably my favorite drums as far as that the speed drumming and just the, the way it works the song. Yeah. that was probably my favorite. Yeah, yeah, that's that's not easy to do either to play that fast. Yeah, that's a lot of double bass, so very fast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can't even like mentally. I can't picture playing that song. The the fills, you know, like he, that he does. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it. I mean, you just take some things for granted, like like people who can't play an instrument at all. They probably do that with all music, right? They're like, right, right. I don't know how to do that. That's cool. Yeah. Right. But when you're you play music and you're around musicians, you kind of have an idea how people are doing a lot of the stuff. Yeah. But that's one of the songs where you're just like, nah, I don't fucking know. <laughs> right. right. That's that's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah, that, yeah. That, that was that was my top pick for my favorite drums on a on a Pantera song. I think. I mean, it's it's hard. I mean, that's so subjective. That I could probably be convinced of any other song if you just played it. I'd be like, okay, that was the one. But yeah, because what, what, what I was going through, he was it. never like a, a sustained like super fast double bass guy. No. He was more of a groove. Like He's a groove. Of, yeah, exactly. Well, there's, I mean, <laughs> the one song I really don't like on uh, Cowboys from Hell is Shattered, but the double bass oh, in that song is fucking ridiculous. Yeah, it's just, <laughs> you're right. That's it's the worst song of the album, but I love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, he did a lot That's of like, weird stuff with, he had an X hat, which is a hi hat on your, if you're a right handed drummer, it's a hi hat on your right side. Right, so you have right. two hi hats, you have one left, one right. And he did a lot of weird, where he would go, back and forth between like the ride and the X hat like right. and the floor toms we'd be doing these things and you're like what the fuck are you doing and the snare that's impossible <laughs> and the snare you're like how is that what he did well, it in uh, I think I think Slaughtered has some weird stuff like that where there's just weird stuff yeah, going yeah, on Sla- Slaughtered was another like, one which I, which I like, was in the in the top finalist for my favorite drums yeah, the end insane. of and maybe you could play this too Eric the end of Slaughtered he, he goes on the offbeat every other time they do that riff the last four Times through. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, that's it's just 
the it's end not like it. it's that hard. It's just no. It's just creative and yeah. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> yeah, actually, I was um, I was listening to that song earlier, and I was noticing the same thing, or something a little bit different. Is that same part that da 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 da? It I don't know how to explain it, but. Uh, maybe it's what you were saying, Joe. It, Every it kind time of, the snare is on a diff, it's on the other beat. Yeah, yeah. And when he does it earlier, yeah. it's he goes oh, back yeah, into yeah. like a regular four four. It's like da 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 dun 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 dun. It's like a one and two and three. But yeah, it's it's it reminds crazy. me of the end of battery. Yeah, where he, he goes oh, yeah, back yeah. and forth between mm-hmm. up and down yeah. beat. Yeah, it makes yeah. the whole riff sound different though. Yeah, it does. Just the way the drummer changes his beat. Yeah, puts it on the opposite beat. It yeah. makes the whole it makes it sound like a different riff. Yeah, I mean it, it doesn't. They're not exactly. It's not lined up in a standard way, so it just has a, a unique, a little off, but, but it's it's cool. It's awesome. But like, um, yeah. like what's that Canadian band? Um, Rush. The guy, no, the guy <laughs> with the hair. Uh, Jagged the little pill. The guy that constipated guy. <laughs> Crowbar. No. <laughs> Nickelback. Oh no! Oh okay. god! Like if they their drummer would never do that. No, he, he wouldn't. Well, he able to do beat. that. <laughs> I don't think he has the ability no, to play like that. <laughs> that double bass no, thing no. he was doing at the end of Slaughtered, I was really happy when I figured out how it had to do that. That was a big moment for me. Well, I mean, we've kind of talked a little bit about it, but uh, God damn it. I becoming. You're thinking of becoming. becoming. Yeah. Yeah, be- yeah. Becoming is God. Uh, I, now, I, I do know how he does it. I just can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> That is goddamn ridiculous. Yeah, he's it, it's the the double bass into like a roll into faster double bass. Yeah. I I did it's, figure out how to do it, and I went, oh, oh, I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> we have a friend who swears that that's triggers, and he's not actually doing it. And what is what is uh what is triggers? Was that like, like I think he just means that there's an extra like he's not actually hitting, he's just doing a regular double bass thing, but there's something that's triggering an, an extra uh, kick a third, extra hit in there, an extra kick drum in there. No, it's but, it's it's no, it, it's not an like inconceivable thing, right, Tim? No, it's no. it's perfectly conceivable. It's I know how he does it. I just I'm just saying it's physically difficult. I mean, you can tack <laughs> your fingers along and yeah, do it. Yeah, and there's live versions of the song where you can tell it's there's definitely a human element where it's not exactly perfect but it's good right. enough to where and to trigger that would be like to put a little bloop in there like <laughs> yeah uh, i don't i don't understand what he means maybe he thought maybe i told him time and time again you're wrong yeah he's i mean every maybe time he thought, he's like no nah, man i Whatever, man. in the studio you could do it i guess but it's totally uh doable it's just very hard but you know yeah. you watch drummers there's a lot of drummers around today that I, I wouldn't say they're not as technical as that. They're just really, really fast to mm-hmm. the point where you're like, what yeah, the? Yeah. F-? I mean, that's when you're like, okay. they do that weird thing where their foot's like pivoting. Have you ever seen that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. this weird mm-hmm. thing where they're, they're, I'm not sure what the term is, but they're basically relying on the rebound of the of the beater on the uh, bass drum head. And it, by doing that. Doesn't that limit your tempo ability, though? Apparently the not. Of, of the 
kick drum? Uh, evidently not. Hmm. Yeah, but then there's drummers like Nico McBrain we talked about on yeah. the last episode where it's everything is single kick drum and he's still doing stuff that's like, what? How do you, how is that possible with one yeah, kick drum? Yeah, the uh, beginning of that uh, on um, what's the uh, the space one? <laughs> Final Frontier. Final, Final Frontier, Frontier. That weird bass drum thing at the beginning of the, of the first song of Final Frontier. That sounds like double bass. We've mm-hmm. jumped, we right. jumped to Iron Maiden, but it was I listened to it recently and I went, that's fine. I went, what? That's single bass because it's like I mean it's consistent. Yeah, yeah. Some the the really good drummers do things that are just not beyond comprehension sometimes. it's like how is he even doing that? What the fuck? Yeah, and that's for me as a guitar player. That's the way Dime was. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Like when I when I watch Dime play on YouTube and stuff like that, his. His hands, his hands are doing, are bending in ways that I don't think hands are supposed to bend. Like yeah. li- literally, literally, they're going. I mean, he's just everything is just so bent. But, I don't, I don't but it looks effortless. He makes it look effortless. You're like, dude, how the fuck? What <laughs> yeah, <are you> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I know Tim and, and Joe. You, you, you know, we were in a band together, and we all kind of looked up to Pantera. Oh, yeah. We, oh, my God. Our band was... They probably uh, ripped them off a lot. Yeah. Any yeah. other band, right? Yeah. Or prong, and, and I would, and prong, right? Yeah. Them and Prong, yeah. yeah. It's funny because... Maybe Clutch. Okay. And, yeah, we near the end of Clutch. Bands. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Caius. But Caius. I, I, I kind of based my guitar sound and my riffs around a lot of Pantera stuff, but never the solos because I just... Well, yeah. Like, but are you can't fucking kidding me? There's no way in hell I can even attempt to do that. Yeah. So I don't think we even covered a Pantera song because we uh, can't. Like, in practice, we did. But, but never, 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 we never yeah, but, I, think we, I mean, come on. He, yeah. he was playing. He had by the so, like, say, nineteen ninety six. Yeah, which was kind of like towards the end of our band. Like, yeah. how long had you been you been playing guitar, Eric? Like, oh, maybe <laughs> six years at that point. In seven years, maybe. And you're how old? How was I was? Uh, you're twenty, 20 right? at that 20. point. Yeah. Okay, so in. Diamond Daryl had been playing for how long by the time he was 20? <laughs> like, yeah. Easily, yeah. easily 10 years on you, right? Oh, yeah. 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 Well, even still. Like, He's a, that, yeah. I mean, it's not, I'm just saying it's not a fair comparison. Like, you're, 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 you're being too hard on yourself. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you shouldn't expect it just because you're. No, it's, 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 Joe is really okay because Dimebag is on another level yeah. than any other guitar player. Well, so I get that. Too. I'm not trying to compare myself because. There's, there's a, there's a progeny factor, and like there's a I started when I was a little kid factor. Yeah. Like there's there's the, a lot of the, stuff he had in his, the ten thousand hour thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the yeah, Malcolm yeah. Gladwell, right? Like yeah. ten thousand hours of practice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When you're a master, yeah. so yeah, like it just wasn't on our side. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I stole a lot of the uh, I stole a lot of the squealing stuff from him. Yeah. Like a lot of the stuff that he did on Farbound Driven, like the, uh, um, the octave pedal stuff the octave pedal stuff and yeah. you know i mean the the first song on our demo the little squealing thing is completely ripped off that was like <laughs> from, uh, that was well yeah pantera but i was gonna say machine head but i think machine head kind of took it from from pantera as well so yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's funny because our yeah. biggest band i guess to this day our favorite band is metallica but when we were in a band together the biggest influence was pantera I think that was the timing too, yeah, yeah, because yeah. it was you know mid '90s and Metallica was kind of doing something. You know, they put out the yeah. Black Album they a couple years for like prior, twenty but, years. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> and, and in that time, Pantera released two amazing fucking yeah. albums. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. So um, that they kind of took over for a little while as as the band that we were yeah. listening to. They were so. the metal band. Yeah, it just sucks that they 
you know, fizzled out. And, and here we are. It does. Um, yeah, the last time I saw them was, I think, 97, actually, in Utah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they were allowed was, to play in Utah? <laughs> yeah, believe it or not. <laughs> it huh. was Pantera, Anthrax, and Coal Chamber. Ew. And uh, it was that a fucking good. amazing show. And I I had a Pantera shirt that I was wearing, and it got completely ripped in half. It was one of the last <laughs> times I was ever in a mosh pit. But it was like that got torn apart. And, I mean, they put on an amazing show. The set list was amazing. And I can imagine was, Utah is so desperate for anything fun. <laughs> Like, they probably had those violent pits. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> I saw some really good concerts in Utah, man. Yeah. I saw uh, Faith No More with Limp Bizkit before Limp Bizkit was, uh, was anything, really. I thought that was kind of cool. Um, but yeah, that, that show in Utah was, I remember, um, that was one of the shows. It was 97, um, and this was around the time Metallica had just, re- or they were about to re- they were about to release Reload, mm-hmm. and, you know, they were touring on Load, and Phil went on this giant rant yeah. about oh, yeah. Metallica and like we're the kings motherfucker you know you ain't gonna touch us fucking putting out shit albums like load like that Metallica band fuck those guys we're the shit now we're the kings motherfucker <laughs> yeah, that's, I was like alright all right, calm down right. calm down <laughs> <laughs> that's, I, think that, I, I think that's what you want in a metal singer I've talked to <laughs> J, to Joe about this that uh that, that my favorite I mean they're they're literally they're literally singing the most aggressive music you can get and uh it's kind of strange when somebody's singing this aggressive music and then the second they get on mic, like, what's up, my metal family? I love you guys so much. And, no, I want a, I want a fill that should be like, fuck you all. Fuck Metallica. Fuck everyone. That's, that's my favorite. And, uh, you know, we're, we're, I'm a huge Hell Yeah fan and, and uh, I love, I love Chad Gray as a singer, vocalist. He's, he's amazing, yeah, he uh, in my opinion. He's got, he's got, he's got a sound that is, that is, completely unique yeah. and, and and on top of that his lyrics are awesome but the second you look, go to see him live the second he's done screaming about the most bloody awful shit he'd be like what's up my metal family we all love each other I was like no <laughs> <laughs> I want I want I want the filler here to tell, like, be like fuck you all you, you guys need to like dance harder and kill the kids in the pit <laughs> yeah, that's, that's that's my personal preference I, I like I like that kind of attitude you, you just yeah. want like a constant guar sure <laughs> right I need, I need more guar yeah we, 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 we saw ever. we saw hell yeah at shally acres and you know as I, as I said earlier um before we were on uh recording it was it was a fantastic time but um you know i was there and, and the music is so aggressive and it's so loud and it's so awesome but when we got there there were literally there were there were children in the center of the pit on top of their dad's shoulders mm. and i was like what kind of <laughs> This is the most aggressive music. I fucking love this band. This shit wouldn't happen at a Pantera concert. <laughs> no, <laughs> you know, no, you know, no, and and, uh, and, and uh, I was I was a little annoyed. I think I think Joe and I were both annoyed by it because you know I didn't want to necessarily go in there and get sweat on and 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 knocked you know my teeth knocked back. But it, at one point I would have liked to actually maybe get in there, you know, listen to fucking uh, Vinnie Paul going p- completely batshit crazy on the drums and actually do a little bit of the moshy. But it was it was just really didn't work out like that. <laughs> Yeah. So, I, I do. I do appreciate the dick in Philip. <laughs> That's funny. You want to revise that statement? <laughs> I mean, maybe need to uh, clarify that. I don't appreciate his dick <laughs> or the dick I, I, in him. You know what? I mean, by that point, he was he was already full of shit, right? Like, yeah, he, that was the beginning of the end. Yeah. That was yeah. So, I mean, I I appreciate what you're saying, Tom. But no, fuck, fuck Phil Anselmo and his fucking drug addiction, fucking bad attitude that he got. Yeah. Because uh, they were, 
they because Metallica laid the groundwork for them. Yeah, that's and what I, I was. I thought. would I would guarantee that the Abbott brothers were probably like shut the fuck up <laughs> the whole time. Yeah, probably mouth and off. And that's and that's part of probably part of the reason that he was like, "You're not coming to my brother's funeral," you know. Yeah, like, but yeah, he, he got so full of himself, and he got so. Part of the reason I loved vulgar display of power, and I, I told I, I was texting Eric and and Tim the other day, like vulgar display of power for me when I was in high school was like a Bible. Yeah. Like, that was like, like Pantera was my fucking rock. Like after that, I'm right. about like if you felt like shitty about something or you were getting shit on about religion or um, you had a bunch of fucking racists, you know, like bullshit going on. Like that album was a center. It was like, yeah, institution. yeah. Like it was anti-racism, mm-hmm. it was anti-religious propaganda. It was anti, it was just like, go, f- I'm going to be me. Fuck you. Yeah we're humans go if you don't like that go fuck yourself and that's why i still love this album and i think it's one of the most important metal albums of all time yeah i agree and uh it's a rock it's like it's like the fucking thing you can stand on and then when phil started doing shit like he he started going he fucking died on heroin didn't he yeah like it was like totally it was like you're fucking full of shit now yeah but you still had that album you can go back to and be like, "All right, this <laughs> this makes sense." Yeah, this Philip this Phil Anselmo now in 90, 97, 98, he's full of shit. Yeah. But at least they documented like like <laughs> this was like the, the real yeah. deal. Yeah, the real deal. And that's what I loved about that album. Yeah, yeah. It's I mean it's a really a shame because you wonder what would have happened if he did not yeah. get into that weird shit. probably a number I mean, of years he was the reason that band broke up right yeah and, yeah you know that that form you know that caused him to form damage plan and then you know obviously we know what happened with dimebag yeah um and but if, if it, what sucks is that that band had to be together you know yeah like they were never as strong on their own no no right no yeah. like the tension that they must have had with 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 the in each other and the creative yeah. juices that must have come out of that. Yeah. They never, for me, they never got back to that. No. And I mean, you know, obviously the biggest thing that sucks about all this is the guy that killed Dimebag had, you know, it was, he blamed Phil yeah. for breaking up Pantera. Right. Like mm-hmm. he was, he, I, I don't remember the whole story, but like he read some like friends or about it and he was like, oh, you because of you, Pantera broke up. I mean, he was delusional. He was deranged. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, well, there was some. Phil, st- Phil, had done, Phil had done some kind of interview, and yeah. you know, correct me if I'm wrong. I'm, I'm sure Joe, you probably know that. that um, and, and during, yeah. he he Phil had done an interview, and um, sort of towards the end of the interview, in jest, although it doesn't come across, you can't tell tone in print. He he actually um, alluded to somebody fucking doing something, some kind of harm to uh, to the the uh, the Abbott brothers. Okay. And uh, this, this, um, and apparently this guy picked it up, and that was one of the things that people picked up on was what his motivation was from reading that article. Yeah, um, but who knows? Who knows how much credence you can put into that? Because you know, people are crazy. People are crazy. Yeah. So yeah, 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 yeah. It sucks too because I'm feeling like you know. I remember I was driving to work, and I was actually listening to Howard Stern, and I, they had the, the news had just broke about Dimebag. This was 2004, and I was like, what the. 
Yeah, what was it? It was the winter, right? It was December, yeah, December sixth, yeah. I believe. Because Sean Bus, I think, texted or or called me or emailed me or something. Yeah, and I I I just had this like overwhelming, just like flood of emotions, like holy, what the hell? Yeah. Like this is my favorite guitar player ever, and now I started like when I first heard about um, Vinnie Paul, it was like, man, that sucks. And then I did, it didn't really hit me till like Saturday because I think it happened Thursday night. And Saturday I was starting to feel the same kind of like oh my god. It was Friday Friday night. We we it was a Friday night. Us, okay. Yeah, and then I yeah, texted yeah. Tom right after that. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Uh, god, yeah. it's just like, <laughs> it's the worst, man. Yeah, I mean, it, I mean, to be not to be selfish, but it kills any chance of any sort of. It wouldn't even be Pantera, but some kind of Pantera reunion type thing, with maybe with Zach Wild. Mm-hmm. Well, the, I, I believe that, uh, that you know, hell yeah, they, they've had a, they've have five studio albums now, and I think they have actually finished or are close to finishing their sixth. Yeah, that's what they said. And yeah. so, and so, I don't know, I don't know who knows what they're going to do, but I think I think Vinnie Paul's uh, job on the drums is done. I don't know. I mean, it's you you read stuff when when something like this happens. I was looking all over the internet for cause of death, and you know, there's there's only rumors, so you don't really know. But but uh, from it sounds like a preponderance of evidence is suggesting that they're, they have another album that's going to come out. Yeah. So who knows if they're going to tour with it or not? I, I yeah. hope they do because um, when, when, when Joe and I saw hell yeah, it was outstanding in my opinion. I, they, they, it was amazing. They, yeah. they, and it wasn't even a, it was less than a year ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was I, great. Which it, the one thing that does suck though, about watching Vinnie Paul is you can't see him. <laughs> yeah, he's way behind that. You can hear him he's on the drum he's, set. He's he stands up every now and does his twirly thingy. Yeah. <laughs> now there, there was um, I could tell that was him back there just from the sound, but I didn't I didn't really see him. He has Where's really yeah. gigantic drums. It's not even really a huge set necessarily. It's just he has large yeah, like drums, thirty inch like, drum. Uh, yeah, like, yeah, they're <laughs> like, huge. As a, as a drummer, like what what kind of setup? I mean, every drummer has like a, a preference for setup, and what what was his setup? And uh, what was unique about it, like compared to other metal drummers, or basically, I mean, you're not going to drum to to like rock with that drum set. Yeah, like I would, that, that drum. I setup. mean, you set an you set a drum set up to be ergonomic, more or less. So it probably was set up to his body style. But in terms of uh, the drums themselves, they're just they're they're just gigantic. <laughs> they're like I saw a video recently where it was like a, it was shot from behind, and it was, you could see him just his back, and then the whole set, and I was like. Oh, I'd be. I was looking at it, going, "Oh my god!" I'd be intimidated sitting at that drum set. <laughs> yes, yeah. it was like snare, and then like Tom, like this giant wall of Tom, yeah. and then Tom, and then Tom. I was like, well, I would. I guess it's. I wouldn't say it's easier. I mean, you're not going to miss the drums though. But, <laughs> but it was. It was just big. It was just a big, big, big kit. But not piece wise. But just big, like, you know, big toms, big yeah. cymbals, big, big ride. Doesn't he also hold his sticks backwards? Yeah, he holds his sticks backwards. Yeah. 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 So he's got the so normally a drummer would hold a drumstick and the, yeah. the tip of the drumstick hits the drum, right? He mm-hmm. holds it the other way around. So the the butt yeah, of the so drumstick is what he like hits his drums with. That. So they have, no shit. Yeah, he plays the, yeah. that side. Yeah. So he plays the back yeah. So <laughs> I guess so, so I've seen <laughs> I've seen pictures of like after a, uh, a few concerts his drumsticks and the just the butt of the drumsticks are just beat apart like totally ripped apart yeah <laughs> that's pretty that's crazy, crazy. Yeah. yeah he was unique i mean he was his own his own dude for sure yeah yeah he had a sound he had a very unique sound um it was definitely his own yeah um 
just not not even just the the sound of his drums, which were themselves were pretty unique, but the way he played yeah, his, and the, the his style, his style was very unique. Yeah. yeah. When when we saw when we saw him um, uh, in concert, and maybe maybe he had the same setup when you saw him in Pantera. I think it is. Uh, essentially, essentially, he he. Um, they kind of have him up on a platform, but one and he and he says hello to everybody and twirls around the sticks and stuff. <laughs> but once he sits down, you can't yeah. see him. However, there is there is um there there are light fixtures coming out of his like they, they have some sort of a light setup um so that when he when he plays it's it's a cool cool like on a light show. Huh, that's cool. Um, and we saw when, when we were there the the probably one of my favorite songs in the night because you know you go to see hell yeah because essentially. You're gonna go see Vinnie Paul, and right. you know Hell Yeah is, is there too. But uh, the, the the cool the coolest song that I heard from that night um, uh, was was a song called uh, "Say When," and that is I've I've never heard. If, I don't know if you, if you guys ever heard the song "Say When" by Hell Yeah. Essentially, mm. it there that is so much drum and just basically the drum the drums are the important part, and it's all Vinnie Paul and like kind of what he can do, and then the, the guitar and lyrics are secondary. See, say say one is is, uh, is is kind of tough to listen to uh, if you're just trying to like groove the music because it's, it's it's too hard. It's basically something you, you mosh to. Okay, it's just it's, a little, it's it's not exactly like a like a five minutes alone where you can bob your head yeah. and you know or walk. It, this is like this is a this is a Vinnie this is a Vinnie Paul song. Yeah, I can feel the elbows in my head. <laughs> yeah, that, that was that was my favorite album of of uh, Hell Yeah's was was that one. So- I noticed that album came Love out in 2014, yeah, right? Yeah. That was four years ago. And he mm-hmm. died. He was 54 when he died. That means he was 50 when he was playing that's that. Insane. Jesus, that's crazy. yeah. <laughs> that's, that's crazy. Because we brought that up on the last podcast with the Age of Iron Maiden. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, oh, yeah, you guys are fucking old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How is he playing that when he's 50? That's insane. Because you're like, we're, well, not Tom, but the rest of us, we're old now. <laughs> and we like this shit 30 years ago. Right? <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. literally like three years behind you, Joe. <laughs> yeah. Well, and the, the thing I like, okay, so I don't know the situation of how he died. I heard it was a heart attack. That's what they're reporting now is that it was a massive heart attack in his sleep, basically. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, he's always been kind of an overweight guy. Kind of. He's been he's been a fat guy. <laughs> so yeah. the fact that he's like a little overweight and he's 50 and he can play that, like, what the fuck? How are you doing yeah, that? I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah, that was Same. probably good that he was in the band. You know? Yeah, probably. Like, yeah, the yeah, ones, it was probably good physically for him. But yeah, the fact yeah. That he was probably drinking whiskey every night. <laughs> yeah, and smoking yeah, cigarettes sure, is probably sure that had something good. to do with his heart. So, so Vinny, Vinny was uh, was was never married, and um, he was in an because I, I would I would keep up on Hell Yeah, and he was in an interview with Hell Yeah, and he said that he actually doesn't make he doesn't live off the music that he makes with Hell Yeah, even though he he produced the first two albums, he um. He has he has four strip clubs and a yeah. <laughs> four four strip clubs and a uh, and a tour bus company and th- he said that's that's the money he lives on by basically running out his tour buses and uh, <laughs> being a strip club guy. Huh. That, so, that's kind of a statement on where the music industry yeah. is now, isn't it? Though, 
and I and, and I hear that and I'm like, what what do the other band members live on? Yeah, right, I guess I guess right. Vinny, I guess Vinnie Paul probably has has a higher um, like standard got, of living than the other guys. He probably has you know more shit. Probably he's got to yeah. pay for it since he's got, he, uh, he's got that Pantera money too. So yeah, yeah, so he probably has like houses and mortgages. Yeah, so I'm he had, sure he, he, had, he had to get the strip from that. Yeah, yeah I, I, would I, I would hope. Jesus, although man. although um, you know, I mean, it's probably not the case with Pantera because he and Dime wrote all the songs, but you know. Typically, drummers don't get paid uh, the same as as the other artists because they're not. Yeah, I think not, that depends not writers. on the, the writing credit. I don't think. I mean, that guy from Cream, like he didn't. He's broke. Like Eric Clapton. Like guy from Metallica uh, does, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that drummer he does. Okay. But yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. There's definitely some disparity in terms of how they get paid in certain bands. Yeah, I don't. I don't know the whole logistics behind like the how. I have never. Like I've never who, who been wrote what songs. I've never been big on looking at who writes songs and and I you know like who's got credits on songs. And I I, I wish I had because it 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 kind of helps yeah. you like think about this, especially when you're talking about Iron Maiden, like who yeah. wrote what. But yeah, yeah. Um, Iron Maiden, I mean, I'm sorry, uh, Pantera. I've never even thought. I don't. Do they even? I, I think it's just, just says, writing credits. I just like, like who gets the writing credits. Well, I just assumed it was um, Daryl and Daryl and, yeah. and uh, his brother. Yeah, yeah, Vinny. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's there's, there's sure, two ways uh, that they get paid. I mean, the, the the one. I mean, if you go into a studio and there you're there to record, you get paid a certain fee. Right. But if you're the writer of the song, like the writers of the song, they get an extra whatever ten right, cents. Right. Just call it ten cents. And after it adds up a lot. No, no but I, I mean, get you. I get you. I just I that's one band I've never even given it two seconds of thought about. Like. You know, yeah. Um, you know, Vinny was on was was on. He was talking about when he was in Damage Plan. He would they would they would do their own original material, but they would always finish with the the song Walk. And he said that you know we don't play any Pantera songs, but we play that one. And he said his rationale was well, me and my brother wrote it, so we're gonna play it to finish out, you know, our our um our set here to make people happy. You know, even though we're not Pantera, we wrote the song, yeah. so it's so, ours. So um. I'm going through uh, Wikipedia now, looking at their albums, and Cowboys from Hell. Everybody gets equal listing. Does this just say Pantera? Or just says all four songs, right? Huh. And that's and th for me, that's what I always. And same with uh, Vulgar. That's just with that band. That's what I always assume. Uh, always have yeah. assumed is they just yeah yeah twenty five percent each way. Yeah. <laughs> what about the coffee pot? <laughs> <laughs> the coffee pot. <laughs> Yeah, their vulgar video. And Tom, did you watch oh their god. their home videos? Oh Who's? my god, the, uh, Pantera. Who? Pantera. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I watched. This is this has probably been a couple of years. But yeah, I watched um, a whole tour documentary on them and all that stuff, and it was it was pretty cool. That's how I figured out. That's how I figured out how to make the uh, the black tooth and all that. Oh no shit. Yeah, I mean, th there's there's. I mean, Pantera was legendary as far as uh, their partying ways. Like pretty much no one, no one could keep up with them. Uh, with no. with how how, how yeah. completely insane they were, and uh, there are plenty of stories out there of people who were on tour with them, um, and just just how insane they because they weren't just like drinking and smoking weed, they were popping pills. They were just basically they're having the most fun ever. Yeah. <laughs> they did all the drugs, <laughs> and uh, you know yeah. they there was. It, it was uh, it was also like if you wanted a job with them, say as a roadie or as a, um, a sound guy, whatever it was. Like it was one of the only jobs where you weren't allowed to have the job unless you drank and did drugs. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> They're like, you don't drink or do drugs, you can't be like you're not. No, get out of here. So I mean, I mean that's that's opposite of everyone else. But I wish yeah, it yeah. wasn't. <laughs> 
Which video was it where he was, uh, Phil was like, they had to redo or like they had to package the vodka or tequila into uh, toothpaste bottles. <laughs> yeah, I think they went to Russia for that yeah. one. Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. That the, uh, that was that the was, it, was, it was it was the it was behind the scenes from the uh, when when they invaded. Um, like it, it was like the, the 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 American invasion of Russia. Yeah. yeah. And there was Metallica, ACDC, yeah. Pantera. And can you imagine like like the Russians had never seen American bands, and then that's what they see. They're like these guys. <laughs> just go ahead and let's take over the country. This is you guys are too fucking. This is this, you guys are crazy because. <laughs> <laughs> to see Metallica, ACDC, and Pantera, and basically people are losing their minds. I don't know if you guys have seen any of like that footage. But it was oh, wild. Yeah, yeah, it was a lot of people. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it was. It was, it was like, like it was an airfield, and it was just seas upon seas of people. And, and you see, like in the beginning, um, you know, during the Pantera stuff, the the cops, the cops or whatever, the military were just beating people for no yeah. particular yeah. reason until yeah. until they lost yeah. control, and then you just see like cops just or the the police take off their uniform just be like whatever i want to watch this shit too yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. this is historical let's just watch it yeah. yeah it's just the power the power of dominating music there's no way no way they can control the crowds it God. was just awesome both of those bands were yeah. on fire at that show metallica and pantera yeah. holy crap yeah i mean i, wa- I watched both I, I didn't get through the acdc i wasn't too interested but i saw both i watched the full as much as i could find online of, of uh pantera and a and um Metallica, oh. and it was just like I, I pictured myself seeing them for the first time as a Russian, uh, yeah. and literally my head exploded. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're both just <laughs> <laughs> like I pretended I was there the first time. I, I am Russian. Who are these American people? And literally, literally your some, head did not explode. My, my head, my head exploded. I, I picked up my brains, shoved them and threw them back to my ears, no. and I went back about my day. No, I mean just, just that, that, that the, all that footage is just beautiful stuff, man. But yeah, and, yeah. and this, this is like when we're talking about Pantera. This is back in the day when Phil was still young and not addicted to drugs, yeah. and jumping yeah. around and, yeah. and able to oh, just yeah, fucking yeah. put on an amazing show. Yeah. I'm trying to remember the first time we saw Pantera. I, I can't remember. Live? Uh, Probably the Bayou. But. First time I saw them was that Taint recording. <laughs> <laughs> the Taint recording. Yeah. It may have been my first time, too, actually, quite frankly. It was I, It was like a school... It was in the middle of a, uh, a school week, and I remember I was yeah, yeah. Like tired as fuck the next day at school. It's definitely worth yeah. it. I actually... Oh, yeah. I remember the uh, a teacher... I think I was trying to like smoke a cigarette in a hallway or something, and... And a teacher came up and he's like, "Say, like, are you are you smoking? <laughs> no, because you know, because we had our, our method of like flushing it, like right, yeah, yeah, yeah. getting get rid of it. I'm like, no. It's like, what are you doing here? Like, I'm just sitting here. Let me look at your eyes. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> you're all exhausted. Uh, so, okay, I'm really tired. Yeah. Seriously, I'm not smoking. I mean, it's like the cigarette. Does cigarette change your eyes? I, I like, okay. Uh, Get to class. Uh, uh, okay. <laughs> I saw them in '91 the first time. What album were they touring with? Uh, Cowboys 91? from Hell. So it was between Cowboys. Oh wow, and, that's real. That's real early. Yeah, it was between Cowboys and Vulgar. So uh, it was at the Bayou, I think. And they, I think they were that's headlining. Awesome. I think I, that might have been one of those um, Wrathchild slash. 
Pan- Pantera yeah. shows because those those two when bands you, yeah, those two bands were really when, good. When friends. you guys saw, because um, you guys have seen Pantera a few times, and um, uh, do you guys have any good stories of the concerts? Because I know I know Phil would do some strange shit, or maybe you <laughs> saw something strange in the crowd, like make some weirdo doing something <laughs> crazy. Like, do you guys have like a like something that really stands out? Yeah. Didn't uh, at Merriweather? Didn't somebody climb the? Yes, the somebody did. Or somebody did climb those. Those some idiot was climbing like the the actual structure yeah, the, the actual side stage building in Meriwether. yeah yeah but eric yeah. also mentioned that the drummer from uh Rathchild who had very long hair uh phil shaved his head at the bayou <laughs> yeah and, uh, and that's actually very briefly on uh, i think it's on vulgar video yeah, i think so you can see it really like it's super brief but that story um, comes up Tom, a lot do you, uh, do you know of Rathchild america is it out no all right well Really I need to yeah, I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll get you acquainted with them. Yeah. 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 yeah that, the head um, shaving story comes up a lot. They have one of the best like, thrash albums of ever. Yeah. A couple. Is, yeah. The 3D is, is, that's a, that's a staple. Oh, yeah. You, you, you yeah, have absolutely. that album. Yeah. So, yeah, that's really good. I'll, I will get that to you. Yeah. Great album. No, I mean, I just remember them. I just remember how good they were alive. Yeah. I mean, you know. And fucking loud, yeah, <laughs> just just loud, loud and awesome. Like um, because yeah. when when I, I saw concerts, <laughs> when I when I saw concerts when I was um younger, um, you know the the sound was fucking terrible. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, w- like yeah, yeah. as a, as a stark as a stark contrast. I mean, I went to um a Guar concert, the barbecue, I've gone to several of them, and the the technology they have now to make the sound actually work. Yeah. Where you can actually hear it um, is completely different, um, and so I, I can remember going to concerts when I was younger. Um, that some of them, like some of the metal concerts I went to, were so loud you couldn't no. hear mm-hmm. anything. Yeah, it was just a mess. But then, direct contrast to that was was we saw an extraordinarily loud concert when we went to Hell Yeah, but it was as if they were playing it off a CD. So and mm. and, um, and and different bands were better than others, like. Um, for example, I saw. I don't know if you guys ever heard the band Strapping Young. Lion. Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean, the fucking cool band that the singer's hilarious. Yeah. Devin but, but when they would play, when they would play, it was I couldn't fucking hear one note from the other. <laughs> but um, oh. around, around that same era, you know, you go see um, like I saw like another good metal band that I saw. Like I saw, um, let's just take like Soundgarden for example, fucking. Crisp is perfect, cause, yeah. but something something changed. So if you saw Pantera back in the day, was it just so loud you couldn't no, hear anything, was, or did they actually they had a really together? good sound? No. They had a really clean sound live. I remember that clearly. Yeah, really, it's surprising to me because because yeah. sometimes metal people just get so enthusiastic about it being loud. It's just like no, they they had like the drum tones were so good and the guitar tone was so good. They had all that stuff nailed down so well that their their shows were they were loud but they were clean. Like, you know, yeah, like yeah. Uh, you know, the, you know the band uh, Static X. Yeah, yeah. I feel like one of the reasons why they got so popular was because they came from a, from an era when everything was so fucking loud you couldn't hear any stop any any <laughs> any difference in the music, and all of their music is is stops and starts, yeah. so you can actually be like, oh, there's music in here. Somewhere. Yeah, yes. <laughs> you, can actually, you can actually kind of groove to it. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. But there were a lot of shows that we went to, at least me, way back in the day, that were just sound wise were a mess just a mess yeah just like, i mean just oh, a yeah. mush yeah. of sound everything everything is i mean changed especially in the last 10 years yeah. you know it's so much well even the slayer concert we had to we got earplugs yeah <laughs> we went out <laughs> testament was the first band and we're like holy shit that was yeah let's loud. get some like, earplugs <laughs> we had to get earplugs we're like i'm sorry that's way too loud 
Well, I mean, like, uh, I just think it's it's cool that uh, you guys got to see Pantera and, and uh, you got to see some cool shit. Like, um, you know, we, we've all had some some a lot, a lot of really really cool memories from different concerts we went oh, yeah. to, and, and uh, I wish I could I wish I could have seen Pantera because I can imagine that would have been a fucking crazy show. We uh, we saw so them in uh, Salisbury, yeah. Maryland once, yeah. and uh, this was like I think it was a February it was or cold, it, was, it was winter. Yeah. So it's cold as shit. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you were at that I show. Don't think Joe. It was. That's I almost think it was in the like, almost, Delaware. That's almost yeah. to Ocean City. Yeah, I wasn't there for that. No. It was. It was like an that's hour and a half fucking, drive. No, it's more than that. It Salisbury's was, like that's that's almost three maybe it was hours. two hours. Okay, it was a long drive. Long but drive. Yeah. we so this was like ninety six, ninety five, I think, or maybe ninety four. It, it was, was ninety four. Ninety four. Yeah. So. Back in the back in the day, we used to hang out after concerts and just wait for the bands because they had to come out eventually. And we met a lot of bands that way, so we were determined to meet Pantera this way. We're like, we're just gonna wait. We're gonna yeah. Wait. And it was like January it was and cold. freezing oh cold God, outside, cold. <laughs> and we were just hanging out like <laughs> waiting. Salisbury, uh, January. But, yeah, we but we saw their bus. We're like, well, the bus is right there, so we're gonna meet them. Like they're gonna come out eventually. And there were, it was us and maybe like thirty other people out there, just hanging out waiting. And we were all just freezing our asses off, <laughs> waiting, waiting, waiting. Maybe we're like an hour and a half after the show, just and finally, like, what happened? Tim, like a bunch of security guards came yeah. out, and they kind of pushed people back, yeah. and then Pantera raced from the venue to the bus within like ten yeah. seconds. Oh, just got really? On the yeah. bus, and they like waved to us and then drove yeah, off. That was Aww. it. <laughs> <laughs> you motherfucker! Yeah, I was so mad. I was like, I yeah, because we had such good luck. Um, that. that did you guys yeah. ever, did you guys ever see because uh, because okay so we've all seen a ton of concerts and um, you have you have bands that are good in studio but excellent in concert do you guys have like a favorite band that you've seen in concert that like it would just blew you away yeah uh, <laughs> easy Zach Wild Zach Wild <laughs> say that yeah Pride was, and Glory it was Pride yeah. and Glory oh yeah that's a good yeah. yeah that's a good yeah. that's my favorite that's still my favorite concert what what, made, was, it, what made it so good. Okay, so it was at the you. Yeah, Bayou, yeah, yeah. Did you ever go to the Bayou for a show? No, in, in Georgetown. Hmm. It was. Uh, have you been to Hammerjacks in Baltimore? Yeah, yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. so Some imagine much. Hammerjacks, but like what scaled down fifty percent, probably. Yeah, yeah. It's it's yeah. like the same setup, but it's like half the size. Yeah. Right. And um, so we actually we went because. Um, a guy we had in our band when we were in high school, he was oh, that's he wanted right. to go. And it was like, what, like $6 tickets or something? Super cheap. Oh, yeah, it was really cheap, cheap. right? Yeah. yeah. We're like, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll just go. And, um, and we were in high school. So um, we go to Bayou, and it's Pride and Glory. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is... Which is Zach Wilde's yeah. band. Yeah. One, one album. <laughs> so it was his band. It was like his... You know, he sings and plays guitar, and there's a bass player and a, a drummer, and real simple, three people. Yeah, and the uh, it was actually, and the Bayou is not a big place, and they actually closed off the top section. Like, yeah, because yeah, it wasn't because it, it yeah. was just like it was six dollar tickets. There was like nobody there. Yeah, it was like a Thursday night too. Or something. Yeah, huh. and it was and, a weeknight. Uh, so the dude and it's Zach Wild, and you're like, well, I'm like he's a big deal. <laughs> like, yeah, right. And he's just like fucking down to earth. Like he's he's just like he's a redneck, but he's like a New York guy. Yeah. And he's <laughs> like he's he's got all these. He put on a fantastic bottle, show. He's yeah. got these beer bottle caps on his guitar and like glued onto it. And I mean, he's just fucking down to earth. Like he's talking to the crowd, like all of us. Like 
So yeah, like, and it was like it was like, it was kind of uh, it kind of felt more personal because it was just a small little it crowd, was yeah. totally small, super small. But yeah, yeah. It was like the best musicianship you've heard ever. Yeah, he played piano. Yeah, the backing band was really good. Everybody in that band oh, yeah piano he played. He, and they just he pulled the piano out halfway through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like they just because they what did they uh, they started with um, horse called War I think. Yeah, yeah, and it was just like this heavy fucking song. It's like three people on stage. You're like, Jesus, fuck yeah. And we didn't know any of the songs. No, not really. No. Maybe, the, the, maybe the MTV song. Yeah, yeah. But it was like, God damn, this is heavy as fuck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then he yeah, and he was just like he played yeah. piano. Man. Yeah, <laughs> he pulled up. Like, fucking chill as shit. Yeah, <laughs> and that that was it. I I have um a couple of the, like um I went to the Purple Cow and saw David Allen Coe, and uh, <laughs> have you ever seen? And so I saw David Allen Coe, and he has um you know he has he has he's a filthy ridiculous like almost comic book character as you guys know anyway so he got really drunk that night and he fired his entire band <laughs> what and uh <laughs> so weird. yeah so but he still wants he still wants to get paid for the venue so he's he fires his entire band he gets up on stage he's like i fired all those motherfuckers and he goes to the reason why he fired all the motherfuckers and, and he calls them all motherfuckers and this is why this guy's a motherfucker he even fired his son that night <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, they ain't getting paid for shit. So you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna take all their money and I'm gonna do this shit. Just to, and he just did it. He did his entire concert just him and his acoustic guitar, wow. and it was fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I bet those pretty, firings didn't yeah. stick. I uh, probably not. He probably sobered up. Probably sobered up. Yeah. <laughs> You're probably at the bar like, yeah, yeah, sure. he's doing it again. <laughs> Fired again. <laughs> ah, Dewey Cox. <laughs> yeah, but um, like as, as far as a, as far as good good live bands, I, I mean, obviously, uh, um, you know, Hell Yeah was great. Um, Guar is always great, uh, but, the, but probably the the coolest, the the most cool act I've seen live was was Rollins Band. I saw Rollins oh, Band nice. play live. Never seen them. And Henry Henry Rollins live. Um, when I saw him, uh, it was like I was a huge fan. Mm-hmm. And uh, just the the performance because I I heard his albums and I and I I bought all of them and listened to them religiously. I, you know, it's kind of like my Guar Pantera whatever. And but when I saw him live, it was fucking intense because he is he yeah. at the time he's old now, but at the time he was insane. Yeah, and it just it just came across on stage. You know, coming for Black Flag basically just, just he was insane. So it was what a, a cool experience to see how a band can sound, you know, good on a record but in but live it just fucking blows you away so joe brought up down we should mention down the band down. we should oh yeah yeah well just, that's not really a it's not a Vin, it's not a vince paul thing. it's not at all but um well i saw i saw down also at uh at the barbecue okay i saw them at ozfest mm-hmm. i think i've never seen i've never seen down live so well, when i when i saw him i mean i mean phil phil is definitely not the um the singer that he once was when I when I saw him it was it was uh it was good I mean but but uh you know Phil, Phil is hilarious he's like he was singing a song and he goes like uh he goes yeah sorry guys uh we suck today <laughs> and uh <laughs> and everybody's like yeah you suck and everybody's like you suck you suck and he's like yeah we're gonna be sucking all the way to the bank you motherfuckers <laughs> <laughs> I was like that's that's the Phil I like <laughs> I mean the first down album was really good yeah um, Stone the Crow is Stone the Crow. Yeah. My God, that song is so good. Yeah, um, that's kind of it, though, right? That's like, <laughs> yeah. just another song that's got that super heavy. The whole album is good. The first album, yeah. but is it? 
Is it like something you go back to? It's not. Not very often. Uh, I mean, not not really. No. Yeah, Down Down actually has four albums plus two EPs. So that's... The other song that they have is "Bury Me in Smoke." That's the song. Yeah, that's a good song. The next was it the next album? That's no, that's the song on the first album. Yeah. "Bury Me in Smoke." It's the last. It's the last song on the that, first album. Really good song. That really I don't remember the song names. I I know I like the first album. So I, yeah, yeah. Has that riff? Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yeah. So that was good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, but there. After that, though, I mean, and the next album that come out for another like seven years or something. Yeah, it was like a that, long so, time. Yeah. Um, and then it kind of. I mean, it kind of goes back to that whole like I. I just feel like that those four guys needed each other to yeah. have the tension to write the really good stuff. Yeah. Even when like Damage Plan or, you know, uh, hell yeah. Hell yeah, or whoever was like, like yeah, it, just, it wasn't the same. It was never the same, right? No, no. Kill Devil Hill. Yeah, Kill Devil Hill was another band. That was Rex Brown and yeah, uh, his they were okay. They're pretty good. But yeah, they're pretty good. Yeah, okay. Again, not didn't have the chemistry again. No, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. but Pantera's that's that's another level. That's yeah. like yeah, and and uh, I I I have like um a, a, an opinion about their breakup their music was so pantera's music was so fucking intense and literally it they're playing this such aggressive music eventually i think i think when you're playing that aggressively all the time it 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 can't inevitably like broke them up just how fucking intense that music is and and how angry it is and just like the 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 um I mean, it had to contribute that kind of music. If they were playing "Shiny Happy People" by <laughs> yeah, REM, they might they might also be ho- holding hands and shit. But like that kind of music, that will tear up a band. I know? can see that. I get what you're saying. Like, yeah, I want to go. Like, we didn't really close this out, but like, um, the last two albums they had, like, it was uh, Trent Kill and um, yeah, Great Southern Trent Kill. And then reinventing the steel, reinventing the steel, yeah. yeah. Reinventing the steel, kind of. It was like almost a, kind of came back towards like the more metal, like basic stuff. Yeah. And honestly, I was was that the one that uh, Five Minutes Alone came from? No, no that's that was that was before that. Far Beyond River. No. So yeah. okay, like reinventing the steel, like even though I've listened to the Great Southern Trinko however many times more i think i like um the next album better no i don't <laughs> wrong <laughs> yeah i i, I totally oh, did think, you say wrong wrong yeah. <laughs> no I, I, I totally think reinventing the steel is the worst of the big the big, big four i guess you could say i don't yeah. i don't feel that way like yeah i, I just think there's so many better songs like grace on the trinkle has i mean Flux. Suicide No Part Two alone is oh, yeah. one of my favorite songs. <laughs> oh, yeah. Tens, ten, the song Tens, people overlook that song, but I think that's but you, my favorite guitar solo that that uh, you ever did.
like floods. God, sandblasted. Goddamn electric, like. Oh, I love that song. Uplift, like God damn. Now, it's a good song. I, I know, I know, it's an impossible question to pose, but do you guys have like a, a favorite all-time um, Pantera um, song? Like, if you had, to, if if you mm. had to pick one as as being like your fucking, I mean, I know yeah. it's because that's, I don't that's think I can. It, it, yeah. and, it, and it and it changes on a day-to-day basis, but I mean, there's got at least a top three, uh, maybe yeah, a top three, mm. yeah. I think Becoming is in there. Hollow, Becoming. Hollow I think in Hollow there. is in there for me too. Yeah. yeah, Hollow's in there for sure. Becoming. The end of Hollow, there. I get chills every time. Yeah, <laughs> like any yeah. song that gives me chills every time, that's got to be in my top. And I feel know. like "By Demons Be Driven" is part of Hollow, yeah. so that's not fair. But I mean, yeah. like, "By Demons Be Driven" is awesome. Yeah. But yeah. I feel like that's one whole song. Yeah, it kind of is in a way. Yeah. Um. Eric mentioned "Suicide Note Part 2. That song is. Yeah, that's oh. fucking crazy too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah there's so many yeah, good ones it's but too I mean, hard it's, like, I mean, it's, hard, it's, it's hard it depends on what mood you're in and what you're doing yeah. like if you're if you're mo- if you're mowing the grass it's one thing if you're like <laughs> well, yeah right jacking off with a with a belt around your neck it's we talked about this on the uh i think the last podcast like what's your favorite top five iron maiden albums i'm like uh <laughs> we get like a thousand albums i don't know <laughs> ah, that one was pretty easy yeah it's it's tough to name <laughs> a top a top three pantera songs it's too hard yeah that's like, that's that's very difficult it, you know but, i can give you my favorite albums but not i don't know i might Did you, have any guys go ahead i was I'm gonna sorry. say i could probably do a top 10 but they the order would change depending on the day right yeah. it's like it's like trying to figure out your favorite movie like it kind of changes with yeah. whatever movie yeah. you're in yeah, yeah. and 25 years that's one that we don't talk about a lot but that oh, song is god damn, oh my good. god that, yeah that's so oh. good Just, Jesus Christ oh, I mean I have yeah. I, what, um, I, 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 <laughs> I love my dad so it's like nothing <laughs> personal <laughs> yeah I know exactly I know so what what uh is a, is a song called Yesterday Don't, Yesterday Don't Mean Shit? Is that, that's is that, the video, like that. Yeah, that's on the album. album is and Revolutionist My Name is good too. But okay, yeah, Yesterday Don't Mean Shit. Yeah. Yesterday Don't Mean Shit. It's it's like like I I listen I listen to that I listen to that and I'm just be like fucking it just gets me. We'll grind that axe for a long time like yeah, that's that. Good. <laughs> it's a it's a good album. I just don't think it's as good as as yeah. Trendkill. I think there's better songs. I think songs it crushes Trendkill. Trendkill. No, it's no. just yeah. fucking balls out, like hard ass, <laughs> kick ass metal. Like, I don't know. It, it was, I'll say this when I first heard it, it was the first time I'd listened to a Pantera album when I went, that was okay. <laughs> like, every other Pantera album before that, I was like, God damn, this album is so no. good. But Reinventing the Steel, the first time I heard it, I was like, I mean, it came, I came around on it. I like yeah. the album. It just doesn't, it doesn't grab me like the other ones do. Even, yeah. even Trenkill has, has, moments that give me chills and just make me go god damn that song is so good yeah. i don't get that from it's a it's a personal i mean it's, yeah, a it's personal you're wrong it's okay <laughs> it's a pain, right back at you motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> it makes me think god or oh, not really but <laughs> i'm what? thankful for like iron maiden's longevity yeah. you know yeah 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 i was I worried when, when i was young and i and they're still going and and yeah. hopefully I'll get to see him again before somebody dies. I think so. <laughs> I'm hoping they'll tour on this. Have you seen the the stuff they're doing in Europe right now? That's or, awesome. Or the stage show? Oh, my God. Awesome. I hope they bring that to America next year. It's, it looks amazing. Yeah, they're just... 
I mean, that's what sucks about. I mean, like what Tim was saying earlier, it's it is a little selfish, but the fact that you know we'll never get to see any sort of Pantera again. Yeah, mm. I don't think it would have been the same even if Zach Wild had wouldn't. come and tried to do something. But no, but still, yeah. to be at least you know, I mean, pa- Pantera was Dimebag and Vinny. Yeah. That's that's yeah. that. I mean, they I were mean, yeah. everyone, but they were really them. The heart of the band was was. Yeah, yeah that, that, that's, that was their engine, yeah. you know? So why wasn't Damage playing good? Because <laughs> <laughs> well, they weren't just them. They, was, they were... Yeah, that's a good question. That's a very valid question. <laughs> <laughs> <That's a good> <laughs> <question>. <laughs> well, they, weren't, they weren't good before Phil either, so... Yeah. I think that... That's you know what true. I think it is? I think when, you, when that, something like that happens and you have a band that's such a huge phenomenon that Pantera was, and then they completely break up, you have to start over, right? Yeah. And there's, a amount of, there's some pressure there saying okay well we're going to try to top what we do with pantera that's a, a ton of pressure yeah that's, so yeah. you're kind of nervous going into the songwriting process anyway and then you know like you said rex and phil had their abilities that they brought yeah. to the band and when you don't have those two people bringing those abilities to the band you lose something yeah. so right i think that's what happened with damage plan unfortunately is they still had the talent but it wasn't the same because they didn't have that cohesiveness that yeah, Pantera, Pantera were together for before the really good albums came out. They were together for what, like ten years. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, there's yeah. all this chemistry and there's all this built-in chemistry. Yeah, not necessarily Phil, but you have to deal with like the um, like if Phil's a dick, yeah. like, but he has good ideas too. You have to deal with it. Yeah, and you yeah. have to incorporate that. Yeah, yeah. Or, or Rex, like whatever it is, you have I mean, to. I mean, it's it's hard it's hard to find a good lyricist for metal yeah. because I mean I. It's all it's all subjective. I mean, some people like, you know, Cookie Monster going completely completely crazy on the mic. But I mean, the, the the to actually get somebody that you can identify with with the songs and the lyrics and the stuff like that, it's, it's so rare, you know. Yeah. So he, he, I guess that's why Damage Plan wasn't this good. And no. and yeah. like with Phil's lyrics were a huge part. Like yes, I mean, yeah. I'm so. assuming yeah. he wrote them. Yeah, yeah, I think, yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. the guy. Like. Like for me, like like heresy and and fucking hostile, like that was a big deal for me. Like yeah. there was yeah. it was it was anti God, like religious, like I, I didn't believe it. And there was a band that was like right in front of my face, like that I loved. That was like, you go fuck yourself with your religion. <laughs> not doing that. Like yeah. no, yeah. that's not my thing. Yeah, yeah. And and for me, that was like part of like what I said is it, it was part of the Bible. Like yeah. And the music was pretty damn good too. I I never I never got to see a young Phil in concert with um, Pantera, but um, you know he he cites uh, like his his one of his main inspirations for his stage presence and all that stuff was Black Flag Henry Rollins. Yeah, you know, oh, you can totally like, see that. Yeah, you can see. Yeah, that. because he just just the just his his physicality, yeah. the fact that he would just fucking go crazy and you know just that it was just it brought an intensity to yeah. it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Totally, yeah. And the fact that there's two brothers in the band that, like, just I know when Eric and uh-huh. I play, we don't play together that often. But when we do, there's, it's kind of weird because we don't. I don't say we're like a tight band all of a sudden, but there's certain things that we sort of understand about each other. Right. When we play together. Right. What do you guys? What do you got? When you guys get together, what do you typically play? We just well, we we've we been, we were writing some stuff. Like um, Neil Cicada, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like Cat Cat Stevens things like yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We were writing stuff and it was like, I don't know, it was, uh, there's just something there that was like. Because, there's a built-in chemistry, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like you just yeah. sort of get it. It's just, right. it's yeah. weird. Yeah. And I think that's, with Brothers, that sort of happens. And I think with Pantera that happened. 
Well, Vinny Paul lived, lived a good life, and he, he, I mean, every interview I've seen with him, every picture you see with him, he is never once scowling. He's always nice. smiling. Like yeah. he, he was a he was a happy he was a yeah, happy yeah. motherfucker. Yeah. For for you know for as for as mad as Phil would be, like you know, like all bitter and pissed <laughs> off. At no point did did it ever seem to rub off on Vinny Paul. No, and now he was like and every, both of them. Daryl was the same way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Living life. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean everyone you talk to too. I mean, and and whether they're an interviewer or a fan or anyone that came in contact with Vinny, they had nothing but good things to say about him. Like the dude was yeah, nothing but a happened. nice guy. Always, always willing oh, to chat. Like, yeah, nobody's. Yeah. A, I've never heard a bad thing about either one of them, uh-uh. unless they're playing in Salisbury, Maryland, and then they <laughs> they just <laughs> they run them. away. Oh, that was dicky, <laughs> <laughs> bitches. <laughs> Let's not, yeah, we don't have to rehash that. It was cold outside. Jeez, I hate them now. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we should wrap up. Yeah. Uh, I mean, in closing, I guess we can just all agree that, you know, Pantera changed metal. I mean, yep. and Vince Paul and, and Dimebag Daryl were pretty much the two guys who did it. Now, I think it's the whole band. No longer with us. Yeah. So. It was, it was them and the other two guys. Yeah, you can thank the bands that are around today. Uh, they they can thank Pantera for having success because Pantera were the band that were flying that flag in the nineties. Absolutely. When yeah, the, the when people were saying metal was dead, they were they yeah. were the ones on top. So yeah, and they did. I it. don't know why they would shit on Metallica to say that. But I don't nah, know because Metallica we'll was there that. before. Just, but we'll look past that. A lot of people were shitting on Metallica at that point. They weren't the only band that was shitting on Metallica. No, Metallica was, was shitting on Metallica. A lot of shit in the nineties, but um, but hey, go listen to Pantera. Go have a you know a fucking black tooth grin. Yeah, enjoy yourself. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's get some social media shit out of the way real quick. Facebook. Go kick yourself in the balls with a pussy. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Do what our opening song does. <laughs> intro says. Uh, Facebook.com slash Somewhere in Time podcast. Twitter.com slash SIT music podcast and Instagram.com slash somewhere in time podcast. Um, subscribe on iTunes. Get us on Stitcher. Find us. Share us. Tell us. Tell your friends about us. Comment we about need, the show. Give us feedback. Yeah, we need feedback. We need more listeners. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, this was fun. Thank yeah. you. Thank you, Tom, for joining us. It was My pleasure. Thanks for having me. And I, I would say go ahead and comment as long as there's nothing bad about me. Right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. Well, we comment have the power to, to delete. You know? Be kind. Yeah. Yeah. This Tom will fuck I'm, fuck I'm sensitive, over. man. I'll go, I'll go cry on my pillow and I'll have to listen to Suicide Note Part 2. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We can go ahead and end this. Cool. See you guys. Bye-bye. <laughs>